أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته أهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد باب الرؤيا وما يتعلق بها قال الله تعالى ومن آياته منامكم بالليل والنهار This is a chapter regarding visions uh, or dreams and what is connected to them. Imam Nawawi rahimahullah ta'ala begins with the ayah of Surah Al-Rum that from the signs of Allah ta'ala are your sleep by night and by day. The state of sleep is an interesting state. It is a, a kind of a spiritual sw- switch up that the body obviously is physically present and it's still working, but the spirit takes a break from it. Everybody needs a break from something, even the most in love of couples. They need a little bit of break from one another. Sometimes one partner needs a break from the other one a little sooner than the, the, the second one needs from the first. So if that partner is tactful and affectionate, they'll say, oh, I have to this and that and the other thing and just quietly slip out get some air, and uh, uh, come back. Just like that, the ruh and the jasad, they're meant to be together. They're happy together. When they're separated for too long, they long to be with one another, uh, as is the case in death. Uh, however, they're not, uh, they're, you know, they need a little, bit, a, little, a little bit of time off, a little time away from each other uh, uh, from time to time. Uh, for the body to do its thing and for the ruh to do its thing. And uh, so the body, obviously, at that time, it gets rest and repose. And stuff happens with the ruh as well. That the ruh also has some rest and repose and also has some opportunity to uh, uh, perform certain functions that it it can't do when it's preoccupied with the companionship of the body. And this is something really uh, interesting. Even if you study sleep in psychology or in medicine, um, you have like different parts of a sleep cycle. Everybody has uh, what they call a circadian sleep cycle. It's something around 90 minutes long. It's a little bit longer or shorter for different people. And also in the night, like if you're in the first cycle, second cycle, it's not exactly the same length for every person. But the circadian sleep cycle is about 90 minutes long. And it, what it does is it has like an alpha uh, a, a stage and then there's a beta stage which is like a type of wave that the brain gives off and then there's a stage at the end of it which is the REM they call rapid eye movement um, the REM state where you see things like dreams and in the REM state um, that's the brain carries out a lot of functions housekeeping functions that are necessary that can't happen while you're awake um, and Allahu alam they say that that's the time that um, short-term memory is transcribed into the long-term memory. Uh, and they say that, uh, uh, you know, this is one thing I remember talking to a, um, uh, a microbiologist who studied sleep in, in animals. That Animals have sleep as well, and they see dreams as well. And so, like, they can hook up, like he was telling me about, they hook up electrodes to a cat, and, like, the cat's brain will register certain pattern when it sees like a mouse for example and then when they see that the cats are dreaming they're also giving the same patterns as well 
so they're seeing things as well in their dreams because the cats are also a ruh and they're also a, a jasad, a body and, and a, a spirit. And the same, the same spiritual process that happens where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes the arwah to a different realm, it's possible that it happens with the animals as well. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he described, he described uh, the different types of dreams that a person will see. So one of the types of dreams that a person sees is the disturbances from shaitan. Uh, and those are characterized by nonsensical and very choppy uh, type scenes that shift from one another without, uh, without a whole lot of uh, connection between them. And the experience is disorienting and it's disturbing. A person will see things that will upset them. And a person will be uh, disoriented by what they see. The second uh, 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 type of dream that's described is hadith nafs that a person will talk to themselves about what it wants to talk about. So if a person likes burgers, they'll dream about burgers. If a person likes the Chicago Bears, they'll dream about the Chicago Bears. If a person likes other things that we don't mention in front of other people, that's what they'll dream about. But at any rate, whatever it is a person that, uh, you know, whatever they see and they, they, uh, uh, they're preoccupied with, they'll see something that has to do with it. And then the third, type, the third type of dream, and these first two types, generally the word in Arabic used for them is a hulm. It's a hulm. It's, it's one type of dream. And this third type of dream that a person sees, this is something that is a, a sharaf Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to the people of, uh, that have a clean heart or have some capacity to receive some sort of cleanliness or some sort of purity or some sort of light. And it's called a ru'ya with an alif at the end. Right? For those of you who are students of knowledge, there's a ru'ya with a tamarbuta at the end. That's the masdar for ra'a yara in the meaning of nadara yanzuru, uh, to see. Right? Seeing, it means seeing. The ru'ya with an alif, uh, and for those of you who are students of qira'at, right? so the ru'ya with the alif, that's then, it's, it's, it's imala, it's a different type of alif. Uh, it's an uh, imala in, in warsh and, in, in, and some of the other qira'at. That ru'ya... Um, that is a true dream or a true vision, which uh, we'll talk about in this chapter as well. And that is basically that every heart, when we say heart, we're not talking about the physical heart, but we're talking about the spiritual heart. Every heart has in it uh, a, a component which is like a receiver. And whatever it's oriented toward and whatever it's attuned to, it will receive, um, it will receive uh, communication or signal from whatever that thing is. So there are some things you'll receive from other people. Just like certain people are physically stronger than others. You sit up, inshallah. Certain things are physically stronger. Certain people are physically stronger than others. And certain people are uh, 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 also like a spiritually stronger than others. Just like certain people are physically able to dominate other people. Certain people spiritually, when you meet them, it has like some sort of effect on you. That effect is not always good either, by the way. That effect is not always bad either. And the effect is not always good and, and or bad either. Sometimes it can be just something neutral. That you meet somebody who is very charming or charismatic. Uh, and it has some sort of effect on you. 
or it can happen the other way that the person um, is just really annoying to you, really repulsive to you, but it's not like they're a, a super, their morality or immorality is what's repulsing you. It's just who they are. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Al-arwahu junudun mujannada ma ta'arafat minha i'talafat wa ma tanakarat minha khtalafat. That the, the, the spirits, they are uh, like an army that, that are uh, arrayed in ranks. Um, meaning what? They were created from one spirit. All spirits were created from one spirit. And so whichever spirits are from the same part of that primordial spirit, then they'll be very similar to each other and they will be harmonious with one another. And then those spirits that are cleaved from a, a disparate and a distant part of that primordial spirit, then they will not, they'll not, they'll be like two pieces of a puzzle that are not fitting together. No matter how hard you try, they won't, they, they won't fit with one another. So like that, that, that spiritual effect that uh, people have on one another. Uh, um, at any rate, the, 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 the heart is like a receiver, like that it can receive spiritual effect from other people. It can receive spiritual effect from shaitan. Every time a sin is done in a place, uh, that leaves some sort of like a, a spiritual effect in that place as well. That's why one of the teachings of the Mashaykh is not to sit in the places where sins happen. So it's not good, go, don't go eat in a bar, don't go eat in a place where haram is being served, don't go sit in places where like, you know, people are doing the haram. Why? Even if you're abstaining from it. MashaAllah, by Allah Ta'ala's fadl, if by the age that you guys, most of you are, if you've never drank alcohol in your life, you're probably not going to become a drunkard after now. It's probably going to have very little attraction to you by now. It's not impossible, it's possible. Uh, and so that's a sufficient reason to stay away from it. But you're probably not you know, going home like, oh, I really wonder what it's like to have a beer. You're like, oh, these people, they get drunk and they act like hooligans or whatever. But the issue is what? Even if you're in the place where they're all drinking, what's, what, what happens is that there's a spiritual effect of the sin, the act of disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that will have an effect on your heart that has, that, that has less to do with the physical sin itself. And it's a, a spiritual effect that lingers. A person will take effect also from what? From the angels. A person will also take spiritual effect from what? From the salihin. There are certain people just by meeting them, it increases your state, makes your state better. Um, they say that about Mulana Ahmad Ali Lahori, rahimullah wa ta'ala, um, who is buried very close to a number of the mashaykh that I read from, and he's the grand, grand sheikh of a number of the mashaykh that I read from as well, that he was a person of such spiritual hal that even his cart, his horse-drawn cart, when it would pass by people in, uh, in the streets, and they wouldn't know who he was, it would have an effect on, him, on them. Uh, and some people are like that by the barakah of constant dhikr and constant being with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and like scrupulous avoidance of sin that people like you and I would find, find really just uh, excessive. Some people, they make such states for themselves as well. Uh, and the receiver inside of the heart will also attune to, to those things and it will receive, uh, receive things from people like that, evil people like that. It also receives... So if you hang out with really bad people, if you're like, you know, having lunch every Tuesday with Adolf Hitler, obviously you're going to come up as a more messed up customer than you went in. Uh, because what? The heart has a receiver and it, it, it receives all of these signals. Um, and there's a lot more to this. 
and we're not going to get into it because many of them, many of the, the realities of these things, until you actually experience them, talking about them, it's kind of like watching a, like a movie about the X-Men. It's like very fantastical and you may have some idea about it, but it's all, it's not real. So it would be nice, mashallah, if Allah Ta'ala gave us all the tawfiq of, you know, making suluk on this path and then experiencing these, these things as well. Uh, so what does that have to do with dreams? This has to do with what? That the heart, the receiver of the heart, the spiritual heart, the, the, the dream is a way of very directly interfacing with, with all of these above-mentioned experiences. The one that we're after, the one that we seek is what? Is the, the, the highest of them, which is the ru'ya, which is the ru'ya saliha, the, uh, uh, the, that, that true vision from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, in which uh, the heart is able to now access uh, information and knowledge and experience from a, from a higher realm. And the spirit is gone while you're sleeping. It's like death. The spirit is gone. It has some sort of connection with the body, but its locus is it's somewhere else. It's in a place beyond this, beyond this world and beyond this universe. So we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, in, in the, the following ahadith. عن سيدنا أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول لم يبق من النبوءة إلا إلا المبشر إلا المبشرات قالوا وما المبشرات قال الرؤيا الصالحة رواه البخاري سيدنا أبو هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه he narrates that I heard the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم say uh, there has not remained anything from Nubuwa, meaning after him, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. There has not re- remained anything from Nubuwa except for uh, uh, the, the the things that come with glad tidings. What are those mubashirat? Those things that come with glad tidings. And he answered, um, the, the 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 righteous or the 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 upright dream or the upright vision, uh, 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 which is uh, seen by a person. And it's a hadith of, it's a hadith of Bukhari. By the way, mashallah, Moana Ahsan is here. So if he wishes to say anything, he's more than welcome to uh, uh, interject, inshallah, whatever he wishes to. Uh, Moana Ahsan is, uh, mashallah, a very special friend of mine. People started calling him Moana Ahsan after somebody gave him a piece of paper. But I used to consider him to be an alim years before that. وعنه رضي الله تعالى عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إذا اقترب الزمان لم تكد الرؤيا لم تكد رؤيا المؤمن تكذب ورؤيا المؤمن جزء من ستة وأربعين جزء من النبوءة متفق عليه وفي رواية وفي رواية وأصدقكم رؤيا أصدقكم حديثا Sayyidina Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said in a hadith narrated again by Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu that إِذَا اقْتَرَبَتِ الزَّمَنِ يَعْنِي اسْتَوَى اللَّيْلُ وَالنَّهَارِ اعْتِدَالًا وَذَلِكَ فِي زَمَنِ الرَّبِيعُ أو اقْتَرَبَ انْتِهَاءُ أَمَدِ الدُّنْيَا وَاقْتَرَبَ بِحَيْثُ تَكُونُ السَّنَةُ كَالشَّهْرِ وَالشَّهْرُ كَالْجُمْعَةُ وَالْجُمْعَةُ كَالْيَوْمِ so Tibi is an interesting guy. You know the you ever heard the heard of the book of the book called the Mishkatul Masabih? So Mishkatul Masabih is a 
souped up version of an of a book of hadith called Masabih al-Sunnah which was written by Imam Baghawi he's an old old school Shafi'i uh, uh, Shafi'i faqih muhaddith mufassir alim he put, put together a, a book in which he wanted to uh, you know just gather a whole bunch of ahadith uh, without without the full chains of narration just the texts of the hadith so uh, another muhaddith later on his name was Waliuddin Tabrizi Waliuddin Tabrizi took the original Masabih Sunnah which is just hadith and who narrated it and then he um, noticed that that Baghawi will narrate first the things that are in Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim then the other things so he separated the two of them into two separate subchapters and then he and, and then he gave titles to the chapters and then he looked up which books these hadith are found in and uh, uh, he tagged like this is this one you'll find in Bukhari this one you'll find in Muslim this one you'll find in this book this one you'll find in that book and then he said there's some other hadith that are relevant to these chapters I'll add them also so he made a third subchapter that he added in and so this book, Masabih Sunnah, which Baghawi wrote, Waliuddin Tabrizi souped it up and called it the Mishkatul Masabih. It's an interesting book because like maybe what, like 80% of the books you'll get, the, uh, the text of the hadith you'll get through the Siha uh, Sitta there in the Mishkat anyway. So the hadith, quote-unquote, that are in the Mishkat are technically not hadiths. They're what they call ta'liq, which is... It's ta'liq in takhrij. Ta'liq is the hadith that only mentions the sahabi who narrates it, not the full chain of narration. A hadith has a full chain of narration. Those are not mentioned there. So it's what focusing on the actual text of the hadith and not the narration, the transmission criticism. The second thing is that uh, uh, it's takhrij. Why? Takhrij means that he'll tell which book you can find the whole deal in for, 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 for the names of the narrators. And, and it was such a good book. This book was such a hit, mashallah. The Tabrizi's own Sheikh, At-Tibi, he's like, I'm going to write a commentary on your book. You did good, son. Which is r- really unique. It doesn't happen like almost ever. I don't know of it. Do you know of any other? Like, uh, I'm sure it's, it has happened because we have a really long intellectual history and like a lot of stuff has happened. But I don't know of another example where the, the student writes a book and the sheikh says, I'm going to write a commentary on it. Usually it's the other way around. The student wants to do service for the work of their sheikh. Uh, and so they'll do that. So Tibi, Tibi uh, 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 he, he, his sharh, his, his commentary on the Mishkat is like one of the canonical and authoritative commentaries. And it's, he's unique. It's unique because he, 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 he wrote the sharh of his student. You know? so this is a lesson for all of us as well. That obviously most of you guys are young guys. Uh, some of you act like Burde, but you're still young guys, mashallah. Uh, don't be a hater when, when like the, you know, you become old and like other people come up after you and they do something. Don't be all insecure and like, oh, who does he think he is and blah blah blah. And why is everyone paying attention? Don't be like that. Be like, be happy. Be like, oh, look, mashallah, the kids are doing something good. Be supportive. Don't 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 be don't be a hater. Tibi, mashallah. Ta- because uh, he knows, right? Because this is his student. He's getting the, the sawab for everyone who reads his books anyway, right? So he's not un, you know, insecure of like, oh, look, they're, like, he's going to eclipse me. Good, let him eclipse you. You're going to get the sawab for everyone who, who reads his book anyway. You know what I mean? You can get Amazon royalties for only so long. Once you're dead, once you're in your grave, nobody's going to like uh, PayPal you. You know what I mean? And even if they give, fill your grave with like gold and silver, what are you going to do with it? You're dead, right? So, uh, mashallah, 
Tibi, he writes three opinions of what does this mean, Idaqtarab uh, al-Zaman. Um, one opinion is it, during the, the, the fall and the, the uh, 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 spring, when the day and the night are equal in length. Another opinion is um, when, when the dunya is almost at its end. And the third opinion is when uh, uh, the days go by so fast, there's so little barakah in time. The days go by so fast that a person, like a year will go by and it will feel like a day. Uh, uh, or uh, uh, um, a month, uh, a month, and or a, day, a month will go by and it'll feel like a day. A year will go by and it'll feel like a month. And I think the the second two are actually they're very similar to each other. Uh, in fact, so much so that this is one of the things that comes in the Athar that the Dajjal when he comes, um, the first, well, what well, it's kind of the reverse, I guess, in that in that sense. The Dajjal when he first comes, uh, the first day he'll come for forty days. The first day of his coming, though, will last a year. And the second day of his coming will last a month, and the third day of his coming will last a week, and the other 40 days will all pass like normal days. Uh, and the Sahaba radiallahu anhum asked the Prophet wasallam, what, should we just pray five prayers in that time? He said, no, estimate, estimate when you would have prayed, and just pray according to, to, to that time. So this is, that's also a possibility, the meaning of iqtirab, right? Is that, that the... Basically, it's the, the, the differences in the different measures of time, the way you experience them, they all get mixed up, basically. They all start to run, bleed into each other and become the same. Uh, and that, wallahu alam, the end of time seems to be uh, maybe what's mushar ilayhi, what's being pointed toward, and Allah knows best. That when, when the, 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 audio went out. the audio went out. Does anyone know where batteries are? That's why, do you know? No. Okay, Hassan, let's just switch, you and I, and then I'll just kind of talk loud. I apologize. Next time, maybe we should buy some batteries for Dars. Uh, is the, the remote battery, does that match it at all? Uh, let's see. Let us see. Yeah. Nope. AAA? No. Yeah, no, they don't, they don't match. These are double A. British, okay, you don't have to go. Look at this guy being a hero. Okay, uh, I will just switch seats and I'll just speak louder. You guys can come here. Uh, so Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam says that when this happens, uh, ostensibly when the end of time comes near. You'll see that the believers will... Uh, their dreams, they'll start to see the same dreams about things and their dreams will be, their dreams will be true. As if they'll never, that they, they'll they'll start to they'll start to become so consistent that um, they will not they'll not differ with one in, one another and they will not fail to be true. Uh, this will happen. This is a type of help from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, which will happen near the end of time. And Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam then uh, uh, adds that the true dream or the true vision of a believer 
is one part from 46 parts of prophecy. One part from 46 parts of prophecy. Obviously, this is meant to be taken in a, in a context, in the sense that, that a true dream is a means for one of the Anbiya to receive wahi, but it's not a means for us to receive wahi. So if you see something in a dream, for example, that changes something in the deen, like even a person says, I saw Rasulullah told me, you must do this, you must do that. So when the person wakes up, what's the hukum of that thing? The hukum is at maximum, it's mustahab, only for that person to do that thing. We still won't say it's farther. Why? Because that will involve the, the deen being changed. It will involve the deed being changed. And so don't, you know, there's, there's some people, mashallah, in Pakistan, this madrasa student used to call, used to call them the khabon ke shazade, the, the prince of dreams uh, type uh, bayan people, that I saw this in a dream, I saw that in a dream. Usually the ulama are not like super excited about those types of people. And the maximum it does is it, it's, it's probably just for that person. You don't need to, sh- need to share your dreams with everybody. There's probably going to be some mention of that later. But uh, even if someone does share their dreams with you, you don't have to freak out and like uh, remodel your life based on that. Uh, it was probably just for them. But it doesn't mean that it's not true. It just, it just cannot change the deen. وَعَنْهُ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ قَالَ قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ مَنْ رَأَانِي فِي الْمَنَامِ فَسَيَرَانِي فِي الْيَقَظَةِ أَوْ كَأَنَّمَا يَرَانِي فِي الْيَقَظَةِ لَا يَتَمَثَّلُ الشَّيْطَانُ بِي مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ Sayyidina Abu Hurairah رضي الله تعالى عنه He said that the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said Whoever sees me uh, uh, whoever sees me uh, in a dream, that person will see me uh, in a waking state, or it is as if that person has seen me in a waking state. Uh, um, why? Because shaitan cannot take my form. This is a, an important point, and it's also a, an important point of aqidah as well. Um, why is it that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, whoever, whoever sees him um, and sees his miracles can believe in him, and that's valid as a form of iman according to many of the mutakallimun. Right? We read that in the in the Tabsiratul Adilla class, right? That if you say that that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam will have all these all these miracles, and uh, it, and the miracles are proof of his being on the haq. I asked a question, well, Dajjal is going to come with all this crazy stuff he's going to do. And how come a person will, it won't be accepted from him if he says, well, Dajjal did all these miracles and that's why I believed him. And the reason is that the Dajjal is not, or the Prophet wasallam is claiming to be a prophet. And so there's a genuine ambiguity regarding this man. Is he telling the truth or is he not? Why? Because he has no ulterior motive. He's not profiting financially from what he's, what he's calling the people toward. He's not, uh, uh, you know, ostensibly calling people toward anything that in and of itself is like totally horrible, right? A person may be like, well, I disagree with drinking, but I think, you know, like you can't say that no, like saying like, you know, not drinking is like an immoral thing. Like it's like commanding people to like kill one another. And it's, no, it's not like that, right? 
so there is a genuine ambiguity in that person's da'wah that may occur in the minds of certain people. And so the miracles are there to reinforce that person's claim to the haqq. Whereas if someone comes and he only has one eye and he says, I'm God, there's no ambiguity there, is there? I mean, he can, he can be... He can be like, uh, you know, he can be like surrounded by unicorns that like, you know, that like what are vomit rainbow. Uh, it doesn't matter. Why? Because it's obviously bakwas. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't have any, any defect. Allah ta'ala doesn't command people toward materialism. Allah ta'ala doesn't have any defect. Uh, and Allah ta'ala is not part of the created world. Allah ta'ala is not, not part of the, the material world. How can, you know, this is the, one of the first, like one of the first precepts that you learn in, in mantiq and logic is that, uh, 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 that the juz, it can never be bigger than the kul. That the part of something can never be greater than the whole. So how can, how can God come from the material world? It's like saying like two is bigger than three. It's a rational impossibility. One thing is like, people are like, you know, hey, yo, I just bought a, I just bought a, 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 a Ferrari for like $10,000. Yo, that's impossible. Where'd you get that from? That's not really impossible. It's technically possible. It's highly unlikely, but it's, it's technically, there's a possibility, right? But saying like, oh, yo, uh, two is bigger than three. That's like actually like bonafide, like impossible, right? So at that point, there's no need to like scrutinize Miracle, no miracle, you know, aforementioned rainbow vomiting unicorns doesn't, it doesn't really, there's no, that, that, you don't even get to that part, part of the discussion. There's no need to have that part of the discussion at that point. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, however, on the other hand, uh, why is it that, that Dajjal can, can, uh, uh, Dajjal can do all these miracles and, uh, 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 and that is something that there's no shubha in. But when the miracles come for Rasulullah it is a proof of his nubuwa. It is because what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if uh, Dajjal came and claimed he was a prophet, it would have been a much greater fitna because perhaps the prophet is part of the creation. Perhaps, oh, he lost an eye doing something. And look, he's calling to world, world, world peace and all this other stuff, right? So a person might be like, I really am confused here. But there's no confusion in that part. Allah Ta'ala will not allow any confusion regarding the Anbiya alayhim salam Allah Ta'ala will not allow any confusion with regards to the Anbiya alayhim salam even, even with regards to his own that, there's no need for any protection because common sense tells you that, the, that Allah Ta'ala can't be from the material world. But with regards to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there's no confusion which is tolerated. This is, it's along with this uh, 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 principle that Rasulullah says, whoever saw me in a dream, uh, that person will see me in a waking state. And, or it is as if that person has seen me in a waking state. Why? Because shaitan cannot take my form. Allah Ta'ala has made it haram for shaitan to take the form of the Prophet This is another reason people should read the Shama'il. So they should know what Rasulullah looks like. Was his face round? Was his face long? What was the color of his skin? What was the color of his hair? What was the color of his eyes? What was the, the, the way his hair was? Was it curly? Was it straight? Was, uh, you know, what was, uh, you know, 
how how did he laugh? How did he smile? Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You know, how were his teeth? Were there gaps between his teeth or not? All of these things, mashallah. Uh, uh, um, uh, some of us are ready. We could like just name all the answers to those questions. All of us should be like that. All of us should be able to to do that. If you wish to receive from the phase of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, if you wish to receive from the spiritual. Uh, 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 from the, 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 the spiritual effluence and the anwar of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, you need to be able to uh, you know, at least know what he looks like. Uh, otherwise, maybe you've seen him and you didn't know it was him. Or maybe you see something else, but it obviously wasn't him sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Shaitan cannot confuse a person, however, whether someone is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam or not. Allah Ta'ala has made it, made it impossible for that to happen. Allah has made it haram for that to happen. Allah Ta'ala has protected the form of Say- Sayyiduna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam from that. Uh, and that's also very important for, for uh, dream interpretation. Now, it is possible that somebody will see something in a dream. Um, they'll see the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam doing something that's inappropriate for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam to do. So, for example, uh, I, my grand sheikh, Mawana Sayyid Hamid Mia, who was the uh, the student in Khalifa of Mawana Sayyid Hussein Ahmed Madani, he saw in a dream that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa he saw him but wearing western clothes, a suit and a, and, a, and a top hat. And he called his sheikh and asked him, what's the meaning of this? Um, and, and, and he said that what? He said that, and he was very uh, afraid, like, why did I see this? It was disturbing, something disturbing to see uh, for him, especially given that those were people who were living under colonialism, and so they, they associated this mode of dress with kufr. Whereas for us, it's not like that because we live here. Uh, this is like our homeland. At least, at least, you know, at last time I checked Twitter, we still have legal rights, alhamdulillah. Uh, um, and we c- continue to pray for afia, inshallah, for our, ourselves and for others. By the way, you know what? If you're a person who uh, is like excited about like going to the airport and protesting um, the Muslim ban, but like now that ICE is like just picking up Mexicans, you're like, it's not our problem anymore. You are the problem and you're a horrible person and I don't have a lot of respect for you. Just thought I'd put that out there. Alhamdulillah. But obviously not, that's not us. So fine, if you don't have, if some people didn't have time to protest the Muslim man either and they may not have time to do anything about this either, then at least pray for the people. At least say some word of support to somebody you know, someone does like work at your house or at your work or something. Be, 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 be a kind person, pray for, for, for their help as well. The earth belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is all like the neo-feudal system and they've turned us all into serfs where they identify people by the card that they hold. That The same Yad Hadrabadi is in Chicago, the same Hadrabadi is in, in, in Hadrabad, the same Hadrabadi is in London. All of them think that they're like a big deal because they're like, what are they, go home and eat the same kata and they, the same nako and all that other good stuff. But for some reason, shaitan has got it into some of their minds that like I'm different because of a piece of paper some kafir gave me. Whereas the, the truth is completely different. Kullukum min Adam or Adam min Turab. All of you from Adam and Adam is from dust. Uh, uh, so this is all shaitaniya. People like been living here as our neighbors and, and, and friends and people who have live, lived with us for, you know, respectfully for so long. Uh, um, you know, fine. You know, maybe someone is a murderer and a rapist from amongst them. Maybe someone is a murderer and a rapist amongst us. Maybe I've heard that it also happens that Caucasian people, some people have murdered one another and committed rape as well. So nobody has a monopoly on any, any good thing or any bad thing. 
except for the, the only one who has monopoly on good is the one who fears Allah Ta'ala, it has nothing to do in akramakum indallahi atqaqum. This is one of the first teachings of, of revelation. So uh, uh, pray, for, pray for those people as well. But for now, alhamdulillah, mashallah, we, we're, we're good. عن سيدنا أبي سعيد الخضري رضي الله تعالى عنه أنه سمع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول إذا رأى أحدكم رؤيا يحبها فإنما هي من الله تعالى فليحمد الله عليها وليحدث بها وفي رواية فلا يحدث بها إلا من يحب وإذا رأى غير ذلك مما يكره فإنما هي من شيطان فليستعذ من شرها وَلَا يَذْكُرْهَا لِأَحَدٍ فَإِنَّهَا لَا تَضُرُّهُ مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ It's narrated from Sayyidina Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiallahu ta'ala anhu that he heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say if one of you should see a, 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 a vision or a dream that he is happy about, that he likes uh, uh, it is from no one except for from Allah Most High and let him praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it and let him uh, 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 talk about it. Uh, and in a different riwayah, uh, uh, let him not talk about it except for to the one that he loves. Now, one might say, well, this is the same hadith. The two narrations are saying two opposite things. Not really. They're both saying the same thing. One has a ziyada. One says, let him talk about it. But it means let him talk about it to someone specific. doesn't mean let him put it up on his Facebook and Twitter. You shouldn't be telling your dreams to everybody, right? Because you give people insight into your mind that you really shouldn't share with everybody. Even if it's a good dream, you shouldn't, you know, you don't, you don't want to show everybody what cards you're holding all the time. Uh, 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 so let him talk about it means what? Let him talk about it to, who, to, the, person, to the person that he, uh, 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 the person that he tells his dreams to. And in another riwayah, there's a hadith in, the, in which the Prophet ﷺ says what? Don't tell your dreams except for to a Habib or Labib. Habib is the one who loves you. Why is it the, to the one that you, loves you? Because they'll give you, a, 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 out of their love for you, they'll give you an interpretation that makes you happy, that soothes you, makes you feel better. And there's an idea that the first person to interpret the dream, that's what ends up happening. So be careful who you tell your dream to. Don't tell it to a hater. And most people are haters. And sometimes even a lot of people that you know that you uh, 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 that you in your husnudan may not think is a hater. Many of them are. So just be very careful about these things. Okay, many of the ulama are haters as well. We can't we can't help it. Why? Because the age we live in, we're human beings as well. Just because we read Bukhari and Muslim, doesn't necessarily mean that like all of our other parts of affairs are in order. All of us are commanded to honor and respect the ulama. But you don't have to give your credit card information and your PIN number to every alim you meet. Do you understand what I'm saying? So don't be like, oh, this Mulvi's a hater, I'm not going to tell him this one's a good guy. I'm gonna They're all good, but you also intuitively know which one is looking out for you and which one isn't. Uh, 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 so just have those makhsus people and have husn done for everybody else. Have certain people that you share these things with and you get advice from, with, uh, with from, uh, uh, and uh, 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 the rest of them, you can have a good opinion about all of them. The person in this area who's the best person to ask for dream interpretation, just in case anyone was thinking about asking me, it's not me. Sheikh Amin, he's just down the road. Go to Dar al Qasim and ask him, he'll tell you what's up. So the, the hadith continues. 
If a person sees something other than what makes them happy, other than what they like to see, um, from that which they displeases them or what, what they dislike, it's only from shaitan. So let a person then seek refuge uh, uh, from Allah Ta'ala, from that, the evil of that vision. And there's no need to tell other people about it. Uh, inshallah, it won't harm you. Shaitan is not a source of truth. Shaitan is not a source of uh, uh, useful information. So he just did it to disturb you. Just ask Allah for his protection. If you spread it around and tell everyone, you tell other people, they're just going to upset them as well and creep them out and freak them out and all this other stuff. There's no point in it. There's no benefit in it. There's no hikmah in it. If it was a true vision, you saw something that may actually be of harm, at least you can prepare yourself for, for it. If it's from shaitan and it's just this choppy nonsense in order to upset you, you're just going to upset other people. And that's the point of shaitan. Shaitan, if he can get you to do kufr, he'll get you to do kufr. Can't let you do that, get you to do that, he'll try to get you to do sin. Can't get you to do sin, then he'll uh, uh, try to slow you down from doing good deeds. If he can't slow you down from doing your good deeds, then he'll just try to disturb you. He'll just try to disturb you and spite you. Don't pay any attention to it. Just when you wake up, right, the, <coughs> the hadith is coming next about what to do, inshallah. وَعَنْ أَبِي قَتَادَةَ رَضِي اللَّهُ تَعَلَىٰ عَنْهُ قَالَ قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ الرُّؤْيَ الصَّالِحَةُ وَفِي رِوَايَةٍ الرُّؤْيَ الْحَسَنَةُ مِنَ اللَّهِ وَالْحُلْمُ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ فَمَنْ رَآ شَيْئًا يَكْرَهُهُ فَلْيَنْفُثْ عَنْ شِمَالِهِ ثَلَاثًا وَلْيَتَعَوَّذْ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ فَإِنَّهَا لَا تَضُرُّهُ مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ وَالنَّفْثُ وَالنَّفَثُ نَفْخٌ لَطِيفٌ لَا رِيقَ مَعَهُمْ سيدنا أبو قتادة رضي الله تعالى عنه who is one of the hero tough guys of the Ansar he was, he, he was like a, one of the, the hero, heroes of the Ansar in battle. He was a tough guy. He was, he was mashallah, a, a, a really tough guy. It's a, it's a nice story. There are a couple of people like that, from the Muhajirun and from the Ansar. Right? Salamat ibn Akwa, Abu Qatada. These people were like, mashallah, brute force on the battlefield, mashallah. And uh, their stories are really uh, awesome. So he narrates that, the Prophet ﷺ said that a, 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 a righteous vision or a good vision in a different narration is from Allah and uh, a bad dream is from shaitan. And so whoever sees something uh, that they dislike, that disturbs them, let them, let them blow or spit uh, on their uh, left-hand side. And he, he defines this nafs. As, as blowing without spitting. It's like, like spitting, but no spit comes out of your mouth. So don't actually spit stuff. That's gross. Uh, um, let them do that on their left-hand side three times and uh, uh, let them uh, seek refuge uh, uh, in Allah Ta'ala from shaitan. And inshallah, that, that, that bad dream won't disturb them. This happens. People have dreams creep them out sometimes. It disturbs you, you can't sleep, you get really upset, blah, blah. There's no need to get upset. Just, just do this bl uh, spit on your uh, left-hand side three times and ask Allah Ta'ala for uh, uh, protection. Allah Hamazat al-Shaytan. Min su'il ahlami wa min takhabbut al-Shaytan. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika Muhammad. Uh, uh, I'm confusing to the Hamas. Allah many a'udhu bika min 
This is another. This is another one. There's a bunch of them. You can, you know, inshallah, read them in your in your classes, or you can have them written from one of the ulama, inshallah. Uh, 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 yeah, shaitan. Allah, I ask you from for, for for your refuge from evil dreams and from the disturbance, the mental disturbance of shaitan. Inshallah, you'll be fine. وعن سيدنا جابر رضي الله تعالى عنه عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إذا رأى أحدكم الرؤيا يكرهها فل فل يبسق عن يساره ثلاثا وليستعذ بالله من الشيطان ثلاثا وليتحول عن جنبه الذي كان عليه رواه مسلم It is also uh, uh, um, it is also narrated uh, this time from Sayyidina Jabir radiallahu anhu from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that if one of you uh, uh, sees uh, uh, something in their dream that they dislike, then let them spit on their left hand side again without spitting but just the, 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 the action of it uh, three times and let them seek refuge in Allah ta'ala from shaitan three times and then whatever side they were sleeping on, let them switch sides. This is also this is something this is something that it's a uh, like a, a metaphor that inshallah you you change your your that thing that was happening that's not happening no more. Uh, um, this is also I guess a similar thing to this is in the salatul istisqa when you pray for rain. Uh, I know Imam Hanifa didn't consider that there's a separate salatul istisqa, but the Sahibain did right, and uh, the Jamhur did as well. That the Imam when when there's a drought or a famine and he asks for rain after he gives his khutbah and dua and prayer and all these things. Then what he sh- what he should do is he, sh- he flip he invert his uh, his uh, 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 his, sh- his uh, cloak that he's wearing uh, his chadar just invert it why it's a sign that inshallah by Allah Taala's fadl that the the the, the hal or the uh, uh, the condition that, that that the people were in from before now inshallah it's going to change now we have a new hal and new conditions so this is the same same concept that you just change from one side that you're sleeping on to the other. وعن أبي أبي الأسقع واثلة تبني ابن الأسقع رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من أعظم الفرى أن يدعي الرجل إلى غير أبيه أو يريا عينه ما لم ترى أو يقول على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ما لم يقول Wathlatubnu uh, Asqa, uh, he narrates that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam says that uh, 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 that the, the from the greatest and from the most untrue of lies, from the most deceitful of lies, is that a man should claim a father that he knows is not his. Uh, which has to do also with with uh, um, lying about you know lying about your lineage, uh, and this is unfortunately something that, although we don't accuse individuals of statistically, you know, probably happened a lot in the subcontinent, especially after the the what you call this uh, uh, partition and things like that. People do things like this for money that they claim, "Oh, I'm the son of so and so," or "I'm a relative of so and so," whereas they're they're really not. On the flip side, then there are people who say, Sheikh, you know, people say that we're from such and such family. I don't know, so I just say I'm not. 
Well, if you have, like, there's a difference if you have like a, uh, like a shajara family tree or something like that. It's possible someone lied about it, but you know, unless you have a preponderant proof or like some actual solid reason you think someone's lying, you can assume that they're telling the truth. But if it's one of those things like, yeah, we're from uh, such and such family. Do we have a family tree or any proof? No, not really. Like, you know, that's, that's also somewhere along the, along the sliding scale. And then the worst is what? You know it's a lie and you just, you're just propagating it. You just, you just made something up just in order to uh, get something from someone or schmooze something from someone or whatever. Uh, um, that's, that's completely, it's not only is it a lie, it's one of the worst of lies. It's one of the most dishonest of lies. Um, and in that list is also that a person should, should claim that their eyes saw something that they really didn't see. To claim that they witnessed, bear false witness in the sense that they claim that they saw something with their own eye that they didn't, they didn't actually see. Uh, and the third one is that the, the, the person who says what? Says that they, they saw Rasulullah when they didn't see him. Uh, these three are all very serious crimes. Uh, they're very serious sins. And uh, uh, um, two of them have, have something to do with dreams. Uh, 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 and this is this is a, a, a there's actually an explicit narration in Bukhari from Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhum qala man tahallama bi hulmin lam yarahu kullifan ya'qida bayna sha'iratayni wa lan yaf'al it's a hadith of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam that the person who uh, says that they saw a dream that they didn't see a dream right says man an yuriya aynahu Right? The ru'ya also can be what? It can be a dream that you claim that you saw something in a dream that you really didn't see in a dream. Um, the, the Sayyidina Abdullah bin Abbas who narrates in the hadith of Bukhari that uh, uh, whoever, and it's a snippet of a longer hadith, whoever fakes that they dreamt uh, a dream that they really didn't see, their punishment will be, Allah Ta'ala will say to them that here you're in the fire, you're in the hellfire, keep burning. And you, the angels will throw that person a sha'ir. A sha'ira, sorry, two, two grains of, of, of uh, barley. Has anyone seen a grain of barley before? Right? It's like basically like a real fat grain of, grain of rice or wheat. Right? So that person will be thrown two grains of barley and say, here, tie a knot out of it. Once you tie a knot, you can get out of the fire. And obviously they're not going to be able to. Uh, and the, the idea is that not only is there punishment, but there's a type of sarcastic taunting uh, with the punishment as well, which the person who lied about one of these things also deserves. They deserve that. They deserve to be dogged out like that from the angels. Uh, um, and that's going to be the punishment of a person doing that. So uh, be very careful about, about not embellishing your dreams. And if you have a propensity to embellish narrations or reports about what you may or may not have experienced, then just don't say anything. Don't say anything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give all of us tawfiq. Are there any questions?
So look, your the the question is: Do you affirm your belief because of the miracles of the Prophet Sallallahu Is in our affirmation of belief primarily because of the Quran? First of all, you have to get to the point where you actually accept the Quran or not. Is it true or not? So this is a this is an issue of from before that. Okay. However, given that the Quran is also one of the miracles of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The style of the Quran, the fact that it foretold things that 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 didn't happen yet, and etc., or that it knew about things that the Prophet ﷺ wasn't privy to uh, uh, in the zahir, um, that in and of itself is also a miracle of the Prophet ﷺ. So, but I mean, the first what I said first is another question. You have to get to the point how you're gonna accept the Quran as being true or not. And so the the madhab of the Maturidis is that if you heard of the Prophet, if you saw the Prophet Sallallahu miracles, or they were narrated to you by a, a trustworthy and reliable chain of uh, of information, then that's enough to say, okay, whoever did these things and claimed they're a prophet, I believe him. The Ash'ari position is what is that you have to rationally rationally come to the conclusion that Allah uh, Allah is, exists and that He's one and that He and that he communicates with his uh, creation, and that the best form of communication is through prophets, and this person claims he's a prophet, and his claim seems to line up. What I'll say that's a tatbiq between the two of these is that, that, that it's also rationally a person, like if he sees like, oh wow, he knows like all the stuff that he should have known in the moon split, and like we tried killing him a hundred thousand times, and like he always gets away in the most miraculous way possible, and he always has told the truth, and he's also simultaneously the nicest guy we ever met, etc. That these things are all, they're both miracles of the Prophet ﷺ, and they're also rational proofs of, of, of his sidq, uh, and the sidq of his nubuah as well. So I don't think the opinions, although they're not, they're in usuli sense, they're different one from the other, but they're like, just because they're not brothers doesn't mean that, that they're complete strangers. You know, they're kind of like cousin-type concepts. They're, they're not 100% uh, uh, 100% alien to one another. Yeah. Any other questions? Barakallahu feekum. <laughs>